0: This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area.
1: Ladies and
0: gentlemen, it is now time! Oh, no. Oh, yeah! I finished these fights. Give me a hell, yeah! Top rope nation. Learn to love it! It's the best thing going today. what's up what's up top rope nation it's been a while we haven't done a live show in a couple of weeks actually been quite a while but uh, we're back with you live to talk about what could be maybe the biggest wrestling event of the year of 2021 and that's aew all out coming at you live from hoffman estates illinois we'll be there we'll be talking with all of you tonight about uh, the matches and what we think is going to happen in the matches, some surprises that we think are going to happen. Might have a a few exclusive details on that, which we will get to later in the show. Before we go any further, my name is Ryan Drosty, the host of Top Rope Nation. And I am joined by my usual co-host tonight, Mr. Justin Joint and Kyle Ross. And so to get things started, let me kick it out to the Buckeye with the Drunk Guy kyle ross kyle <laughs> <laughs> what's going on tonight man
2: Wow, what kind of introduction was that man well I, I
0: i debate it in my head because i know you like michigan but you live in ohio i i thought it were, i thought it sounded good
2: i'll tell you go back to our last podcast i wonder if rugged ronnie garvin's writing your copy now man.
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> summer summer slam 89 baby check it out on the patreon page
2: uh it's going great you know uh fam we just Had Mexican for dinner, went out to the restaurant, sat on a patio. Everyone, please don't judge us. You know, um, I was wondering though, you know, whenever I go to a Mexican restaurant, you know, there is nothing more annoying than those white women who say gracias.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. I need, I should have had the meme ready to go. (laughs) I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it.
2: I I texted you hours ago.
0: I had it on StreamYard, man, but we're using Restream for the first time.
2: know what we're doing you talk about stream yard okay streaming okay oh my goodness hold on
0: i'll, I'll get it cued here in just a second
2: okay <laughs> people are gonna wonder what i'm talking about
0: let me just google that all right justin joint while i'm doing this what's going on with you you're right across town from me we're gonna be driving into chicago this weekend together how you doing i'm doing good can't wait to get
1: to chicago with you in uh I'll tell you what if, if this pod gets sloppy at all? I, I'm ready to get into a, a worked shoot fight with either one of you guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hey, gotta do what you gotta do. All right, do you want to repeat your joke, Kyle? <laughs> I
2: just want to know what happened, <laughs> what the face of a white woman who says gracias at a Mexican restaurant might look like.
0: What? What it might look like, yes. Oh, well, let me show you what it might look like. Hold on, stalling, stalling. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh, it, it might look like this. Is that what you were talking about? That one? <laughs>
2: there we go. Yeah, there we there go. There we go. <laughs> oh, Boy. man. How many free platters and chips did I get? Benjamin Kurzweil. So, uh, we had at least uh, it was two. It was two because we ordered the queso and my daughter like annihilated them. Like, so. <laughs>
0: Oh man, Ben Cruz checking in, friend friend of the pod. Um, a good right. man, a, a very good man, a very good man. Hey, I mentioned we just did the show on SummerSlam '89, and uh, we've had a ton of people join the Patreon page lately. So I want to, you know, definitely thank everyone who's been checking out the bonus content that we've been doing over there on uh, Patreon.com/slash Top Rope Nation. You can find the link here in the episode description. Whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast feed, all kinds of bonus content going up. We've got a, a show every single week, Week Top Rope Nation Extra. Usually it's an AEW Dynamite post show that we do. And then a monthly post show, Top Rope Nation Classics. Top Rope Nation Classics last week looked at SummerSlam 89. And just in the last month, um, we've had, I think, five people join the Patreon page. And most recently, I want to shout out Danny and Kevin and Brian for joining up your support is greatly appreciated check out you know the catalog on there i think we got 45 bonus shows on patreon now from over the years you can only hear them on the patreon page and and really you know the patreon page is what makes investments in the show like restream that we're using tonight for the first time possible we couldn't do it without you so thank you so much and you know if you don't have five bucks a month to donate to the patreon totally fine. You can support us in other ways for free. You can subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, whether that is Apple, Spotify, Podbean, Google, wherever podcasts are found. And of course, we stream live on YouTube.com. All of our shows are posted on YouTube in video format. YouTube.com slash Top Rope Nation. Every single subscription goes a long way for us. We appreciate that. Click that notification bell so every time we're live, you get you get the notification. And you know uh you know we're on here as we are tonight. It's uh Tuesday evening. We're putting out the show a little bit earlier than we normally do because we haven't done a pay-per-view preview in a while, guys. You know, our normal shows drop on Friday usually, and that only gives the show like 2 days where it's relevant, and then the show's happen and nobody listens to it anymore. So we thought since we're going to all out, we should preview it And we should do it a little bit earlier in the week so that people can watch it for a few days. And so I guess to start here, let's just kind of talk about our anticipation level for AEW All Out. And, you know, how excited are you? Has this card lived up to the hype that you had in your mind two months ago when we decided to go to the show? How hyped are you about this card, uh, Justin Joint? Let me throw it to you first.
1: Well, my hype is really on a trip to Chicago to have beers with, uh, friends and to see live wrestling for the first time. And I can't remember how long and to see CM Punk. Uh, and outside of that, this card I, I think is lacking in certain departments. um, I'm I don't think we're gonna see any big title changes. Uh, but this card is it's it's all about CM Punk.
0: Yeah. You see him there on our video overlay. <laughs> I mean, this is this is definitely the CM Punk show, no doubt about that. Uh, Kyle, what about you?
2: Um yeah, well, like Justin, obviously, looking forward to you know hanging out with you guys for about 48 hours or so. Uh, you know, live wrestling. Yeah, I can't remember the last time actually. I attended a live wrestling card, so this will be fun. And CM Punk, look, it's a really big deal that he's wrestling for the first time in over seven years, and I think we could be getting another
0: surprise too. Oh, really?
2: Yeah. Do you so, think so? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, well, look, it's out there these Daniel Bryan rumors, and I'm pretty confident in that. Moving forward, I know, you know, from asking around in the world of wrestling, the expectation within WWE is that he's going to be there mm-hmm. that night. So, why would they know? I don't know. They know things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they know things over there in the WWE. And... Yeah,
2: I mean, I don't know. You're right. Why? I mean, I don't think they're in the booking room. They're in a whole different booking room.
0: I know. No, it, so- they- it sounds
1: like Steinbrenner's uh, trying to get dirt on Dave Winfield back yeah. in the '80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: All I know is their expectation WWE is that he's Daniel Bryan's going to show up Sunday.
0: So, so we can. I mean, we can lead with that. Where do you think? Daniel Bryan fits in. And, hey, Tony Khan is is a Ring of Honor guy, so I got to assume he would come out to Final Countdown, right?
2: Well, friend of the show, Chad Repack, is texting me all week saying, y'all, you know how much that song costs? He doesn't think Tony Khan's going to pony up for it.
0: Really? I think he will. I mean, I'll tell you what. it's got a cult Chad, of personality.
2: This Chad's real cheap, too, so, you know. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me.
0: <laughs> hey, Chad is a member of our Patreon page, though. That's so, true. Hey, Never man.
2: mind, he's not. I'll tell you what. One of the <laughs> <laughs> the first of the big spenders is what I meant to say. Thank <laughs> you, Chad. I love you so much.
0: <laughs> would Would you guys prefer Final
1: Countdown to uh, Flight of the Valkyrie? I would. Yeah. 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 Would you not? Um, it's win win in my opinion. I I think I, th- I think Final Countdown would probably get old after a while. I don't know, man. I don't know.
2: know. I get pretty fired up. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I've thrown it on. I've thrown it it on. on. At the gym before when I'm going, just crank the final countdown. Imagine Daniel Bryan coming out at the Now Arena. What a time to be alive. That's a great workout, man.
0: I started playing it in my car like, three weeks ago or so you know taking the kids to school listen, and now they're request uh, they are requesting it like every time i take my yeah. kids anywhere they want to listen to final countdown so yeah. we've been jamming out, and they scream the chorus it's really fun and yeah
2: it's funny you mentioned that my daughter also got into it too when i was playing into the car oh, what yeah. has our lives come
0: to <laughs> those are two great fathers right there man if i Play- do say so myself rocking
2: the final countdown on the way to and fro daycares and come to this in professional wrestling
0: Wait,
1: wait, wait a second. Kyle Ross, are you drinking Code Red Mountain Dew?
2: <laughs> no, it's uh, Mio in the water. Oh, okay.
1: I okay, just wanted to make sure.
0: Wow. And Staying sober probably, tonight.
2: I, I had a margarita and was kind of feeling it, quite frankly. Earlier, so. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: that's right. You did have a margarita, didn't you?
2: Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I heard it and I said, come on. Who says gracias?
0: <laughs> okay, so where where does Daniel Bryan fit in, though? That I mean,
2: way to bring it back to the athletes. Uh, <laughs> sir. Yes, I think uh, it'll be interesting because he's coming in right after Punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it depends what you want. I mean, are they going to be one A, one B? Is Punk? I mean, the fact that Punk hasn't wrestled in seven years, and the fact that we saw Daniel Bryan earlier this year, there's more of a novelty right out the rip with punk but i think they'll be right there at the top of the card potentially with a returning mm-hmm. hangman page who you got a figures coming back at some point mm-hmm. those are your three top baby faces that are in 2022
0: i'm yeah i've been kind of debating this in my head because you know you wonder is he going to fit in with punk like are they going to put them together on tv and then i thought about so where on this show would they bring him out i heard tony khan on uh, wrestling observer radio friend of the pod Garrett Gonzalez who we're gonna be seeing in Chicago this weekend and they had a great interview with Tony Khan and Meltzer asked him about the match order for this show and he wouldn't reveal it obviously but he said that you know he felt very confident with the order he had and what's gonna end the show and you know obviously it's either going to be punk or the title match I and think I think it's th- gotta be punk. Gotcha. You would think you would think so. I think the only way you could warrant um putting omega out there in the, in the main event is if after he retains, Brian comes out for a face-off with him. I mean, that's, like, the only way. Mm-hmm. So, and he he kept harping on, like, he feels good of what's going to end the show. So, I mean, I assume it's going to be punk. But I could see Brian coming out, you know, with a, a, with a Kenny Omega face-off. But I really don't know where he fits in. That's what makes AEW so great right now is that the show is kind of unpredictable, right? Well,
2: yeah, I mean, there could be an angle. Brian could come out earlier in the show, make
0: his mm-hmm. debut,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then... The way I see this show ending is hopefully after a great match, Punk and Darby and get the stinger in there as well are kind of like yucking it up afterwards, like patting each other on the back. And then one of the heel groups, either the elite or pinnacle comes out. And then maybe like Brian can come out too. And by God, whose side is he on Tune to nitro? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That'd be great. Yeah. I like that too yeah we'll we'll see but uh yeah i mean that is the word around around the business right now we've been told wwe is expecting him there and a lot of people are expecting him there i I won't be disappointed if daniel bryan's not there just because we're getting punk's return and everything but oh, yeah I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll be shouting are you fucking kidding me the whole time next to you guys kyle, kyle will storm out of what is it called now the now arena yeah. former sears center they'll be so pissed no but yeah we'll we'll see what happens but I will say my excitement for this show has kind of been up and down from a card perspective. I'm a little bit higher on it now than I was a couple of weeks ago. I'm really looking forward to this tag team match with the Bucks and the Lucha Bros in the cage. Um, the Bucks haven't worked a cage match. I looked it up in, I think it's seven years. And they've only worked like three or four cage matches in their entire career. So, I mean, that's going to be a hell of a match. Absolute hell of a match. And I'm looking forward to that. Obviously, Punk's return. And hey, man, Christian Cage and Kenny Omega had an awesome match on Rampage. And so you ha- you do this one on pay-per-view with no commercial breaks. I mean, it's going to be a great match, too. So I-, I will admit, you know, I was a little bit disappointed when uh, John Moxley's opponent was announced because, you know, for weeks we were hoping it was going to be Hiroshi Tanahashi. And uh, then people are hoping if it's not Tanahashi, maybe it'll be Ishii. You know, instead we got Kojima coming in, who is a Japanese wrestling legend, no doubt about it. But I think you know the expectations were sky high for it to be Hiroshi Tanahashi. That was kind of hard to not be let down by that. I mean, how are you how are you feeling about that one, Kyle? The Moxley I, match.
2: I think they're building to something. Okay. Like big, like a bigger deal with Moxley, where he's gonna be working new Japan. because you kind of look at where John Moxley fits now in mm-hmm. AEW. You talk about Daniel Bryan coming in, see a punks here, maybe hangman's returning he's kind of maybe got to be off in his own world, right? And maybe he's going to do some program where he has multiple pay-per-view matches against New Japan guys. Yeah. And so something bigger could be coming at the next one uh, in St. Louis.
0: Yeah. Got a bunch of people checking in our chat tonight. I do want to say, you know, if you are watching the show and you have any thoughts on any of these matches or anything we're talking about, throw it out in the chat. We are streaming on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitch right now as well. Ah, uh, you can leave a comment on any of those streams. We can include them in the show, uh, just like you're seeing with our guy Camilo. Check it in right now, um, but let us know. Um,
2: I, I guess just want to can... say something about that Bucks uh, in the cage that you brought up. Yeah, it's yeah. On the mind here, I think it is way more exciting for them to be doing a cage match than a ladder match. Yeah, nothing excites me less in the year 2021 than in another of these ladder matches. Everybody does a ladder match. To me, you know, because I was thinking about this, Justin, during the day, because you and I were talking on the Green Room show uh either last week or two weeks ago about, hey, you know, how does a cage play to the styles and the strength of Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros? I think it's more intriguing how they use it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? I mean, I think they've had a ladder match on pay-per-view before, as a matter of fact, those two teams. We know yeah. what that looks like. I think there's more intrigue with them working the cage gimmick. I think there's going to be some sick spots. You know, Ray Phoenix, I could see him running the top of the cage, doing something insane. So uh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I think that should be the match of the night.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, in, yeah. I, I'm in a little bit better place with that one compared to when we did that green room. Where that was my concern was it's, it seemed like, for one, to me, the steel cage felt like it kind of came out of nowhere. And, the, and you have a steel cage match where the opponents get there via, you know, an elimination tournament seemed kind of weird, um, and I thought the steel cage was was going to limit the style that these two teams are used to. But I I do agree with you where the intrigue is now is how do they work within that steel cage? Um, my, but my big question is there any chance the Luch Bros win the tag titles? No, they are really over though. By the way, yeah. you
2: know like how over is this Penta? Like he's every time he works TV, he's like one of those over guys on the show.
0: He's really over in Chicago too. I mean, he he worked like the Chicago Indies a lot for years. So I mean, right. I could. I don't think so. I I wouldn't be completely shocked. I you know if they would have been facing Jurassic Express, I would have expected a title change. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. With but with this one, I'm not expecting it. I I'm expecting a hell of a match. They had Kyle mentioned that that ladder match was at the uh, the first All Out that AEW put on back in 2019, uh, and that was for the AAA Tag Team Championships. Which Lucha Bros won that match? They retained. Uh, Meltzer called that the best ladder match of all time. Oh, I, sure. I mean, it was a great ladder match. I don't know if I go that far, but yeah, come on, Dave, settle down. <laughs> 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 come on, stop that. <laughs>
2: and speaking I mean, of, it's, it was
0: it's, pretty, it's, pretty damn good, but yeah.
2: Uh, you know, speaking of matches that were overrated, I just can't wait for uh, Kenny and Christian to be way better than Edge and Seth Rollins. <laughs> it
0: because probably will sweet. be. I mean, I expect this I
2: as we know, Kenny's better than Seth and Christian's better than Edge.
0: <laughs>
2: Why wouldn't it be better?
0: <laughs> so Ryan Huffman checking in, in the chat. Good card will be strange seeing uh, no Cody, Jungle Boy, or Hangman on the page. That's f- on the card. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Huffman will be at the show as well. So hoping to meet up with him. We're thinking about doing a Top Rope Nation meetup in Chicago. I know there's a bunch of people that are going uh, from our Facebook discussion group. So I put out a, a post on there. If you want to join us, join the uh, Facebook Pro Wrestling discussion group i search top rope nation pro wrestling discussion on facebook and and join the group i think i got the link here in the the episode description as well let's see zeus checking in wouldn't they rather have kenny drop the titles before the rest of the elite does Mm,
2: i think the AEW title's gotta be the last one to be dropped
0: yeah i agree
2: by something else that makes you look forward to that tag match again before we move on from that how good was lucha bros junk uh, jurassic express on
1: rampage
0: mm-hmm.
2: what a great tv match go 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 big yeah. moves come on that's how you work a tv match in 2021
0: let me ask you this because i talked with uh greg parks over in pro wrestling torch wrestling night at america sunday about this um do you think that they should continue pushing jungle boy with uh jurassic express right now you know for like several more months, if not like a year, or do you think they should push him in the singles direction soon?
1: I think you'd be okay in the tag team for maybe half a year mm-hmm. at the max. Uh, and then you definitely want to get him into more singles. As long as it, because I, I don't think he's ready for Omega. I think hangman's better suited to maybe take the title from Omega. Uh, And frankly, I, I just personally don't want to see uh, Miro lose the TNT title yet? I think he's doing
0: a uh, God's work there, if you will. <laughs> yeah, it seems like TNT title would be where you would insert him for sure. Right. What do you think, Kyle?
2: Yeah, maybe not so early next year though. I think he could do both, and I think that's one of the beauties of AEW. You just don't like mm-hmm. say, okay, you're a singles now. F your tag team. Season. Yeah, he can mm-hmm. be both. I, you know, I think his immediate aftermath um, following this pay per view that he's not on. Is going to be working with Christian as a heel. I assume Christian, once he loses to Omega, will turn heel. That's just I, I think a fairly logical direction. They teased it a little bit a few weeks ago on television, where Christian was on uh, Luchasaurus' shoulders and Jungle Boy kind of gave him a weird look. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they really haven't done anything. I, who, who knows why? There hasn't been any follow up. But that that that's maybe a match that I could see taking place at the St. Louis pay per view. Full gear. Yeah. And 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 Christian's really like kind of a perfect opponent for Jungle Boy, you talk about, and not yet for the titles, but Christian um, you know, can probably have his best singles match on pay per view with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or something close to what Omega did with them on TV. And Jungle Boy, he did an interview in the last week where he praised Christian, said he has been working with Christian behind the scenes. He's really helping him do better match layouts. Mm-hmm. So that kind of into like him saying that maybe think yeah I don't think those two are done
0: yeah yeah we had a pretty good discussion about this on on the torch and yeah I don't know like I wasn't surprised that the lucha bros won and got the tag title match because they had just done jurassic express and and the bucks like august 18th I think on dynamite and I do see jungle boy moving in that singles direction obviously he's super over right now um, but he is so young that you know they, they could give him some more time with the Jurassic Express thing before they before they move them on. It's not like they're crunch for time here. They can do it slow, but I mean, I definitely think that's the direction you go long-term. I like that, you know, six months-ish area, and then you start kind of feeding them maybe into that TNT title picture. But uh, I mean, yeah, Jurassic Express is a really hot act still, but yeah, it sucks he's not on the show, as of right now, at least. But we do have a show with, what, 10 matches announced, I believe, counting the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pre-show is going to have the uh, the 21-woman Casino Battle Royale match for the AEW Women's World Championship match. Um, we've got some mystery spots. Not everybody has been announced for that match. Have you guys heard anything? Any rumors about anyone that could be debuting there and, and surprising the, the crowd in the pre-show? There's some names would- out there.
2: Yeah, I would say it comes down to two names for the Joker. I Because I exp- right, they always just leave the one surprise for the pay-per-view with these.
0: I I think Yeah, right now there's eight women to be determined, but I'm sure like we're recording this before Dynamite and Rampage. Some more names will be announced.
2: Sure. Um, so the Joker will be one of two people, I believe. Ruby Soho or Anna Jay. I looked it up, by the way, because we had talked about this uh, in Green Room, Justin. You and I, but Anna Jay... Her injury was in January. So Ryan Droste, I know you're a teacher, not a doctor. Uh, That's been about eight months now. I mean, could you conceivably come back from that injury?
0: Yeah, she see. I mean, she she seems pretty healthy right now. From like you know the stuff she puts out there on Twitter and Instagram. Well, so. Certainly
2: one way to put it. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, she looks like she's ready to go, man. So yeah. uh, all so those pictures,
2: all, all those pictures are missing is the Jr. Cowboy emojis. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: I'm pretty sure he's probably quote tweeted some and, and okay. done that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, the,
2: the, the reason that I'm thinking her is uh, during the Penelope Ford. Or uh as Booker T called her, Penelope on his podcast.
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Booker <laughs> T, T with always the terrible takes. Oh,
2: Pen- Penelope Ford, uh at, she interfered in that bunny uh Tyconti match on mm-hmm. Rampage, it was. It was Rampage, not that way. Uh and they the announcers were really putting over the need for you to have backup in a battle royal. I don't know if you picked up on that. And that led to Ford coming out. But, you know, the Ford Bunny Alliance seems so random and out of nowhere. It's just tailor-made for Anna Jay to come back yeah. and them to work like a tag program. So that, and then Ruby Soho has obviously been teasing a lot of stuff uh, with video and whatnot. Um, I could maybe see her being safe for a dynamite, though.
0: Yeah, that's the former Ruby Riot for those mm-hmm. following along at home. Yeah, she. Is, I know at least one of the videos was didn't have New York in the video. So I know people have been talking about the Arthur Ashe stadium show for her, but I wouldn't be shocked to see her here.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, I expect her to come in.
0: I mean, you could always do like Mickey James too. She's in the news with the, you know, the NWA women's pay-per-view and power they had. It was pretty successful this past weekend. So true. There's a lot of options, man. The iconics are out there. Of course. So they could. It'd actually be kind of exciting to see who they bring out in that Joker spot for this match, just because there has been so many free agent uh, women wrestlers in recent months. Yeah, who do we think is going to win the match, though? Hmm.
2: I think it comes down to one of two people.
0: Rosa, for sure, is up there. That's one of them. Um, looking at the names, I mean, yeah, they just did Red Velvet, but
2: no wasn't on nah, my no
0: nah, probably not her ashita nah. hasn't really been around since she lost much yeah,
2: she works pretty much on elevation exclusively
0: yeah um, i mean i'd have to go with rosa probably conti
2: i think she's in the mix third odds with jade cargill uh, yeah. yeah unbeaten i mean they push her pretty strong will you stop with santina greg in the <laughs> chat okay let me tell you who is not going to win this thing Frickin' Santina Morella. <laughs> One of the <laughs> lowest moments in the history of wrestling was when Santina Morella won a woman's battle royal. That was Santino Morella dressed in drag. I believe it was WrestleMania
0: twenty-five. Oh man, that's great.
1: Santina.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Greg.
2: Yeah. But uh Thunder <laughs> that's maybe love, but I saw it. Uh, Thunder Thunderosa is definitely on the short list. i I think there was some chatter. Oh, was it Reddit? Or was it somebody reposting a Meltzer pod? Said they're really planning on Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker being a big match in early 2022. Okay. So that it might be too earlier for the win, win here, because obviously the winner goes on to challenge... Um. <laughs> That was, I apologize. Yes, it was his sister. Keep on believing. Just like Virgilina was Virgil's sister, too. Uh, But yeah, I mean, whoever wins this is getting an immediate title shot. And you know what's interesting with the idea of Thunder Rosa and them going back to her and Britt? How much longer can you keep this Britt Baker a heel? I think she's going to get cheered Sunday. She's been getting a star reaction everywhere she goes. And I think it's a tough spot for Chris Stantlander, who admittedly has had a great run since she's returned from injury.
0: Have they just kind of resigned themselves to the fact though that Britt's gonna get cheered regardless? And like she can just be the cool heel and they don't even care if she gets cheered. I I don't really know because yeah, she has been getting cheered for so long that I'm not sure about that. But you would think that they would want to pivot, but they haven't shown any signs that they want to. So mm-hmm. She just, It works. Yeah.
2: She just got the heater and Jamie hater. So obviously that was kind of a double bound mm-hmm. as a heel. I mean, in her hometown of Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. When she wrestled, I mean, it got a baby face reaction because it was Pittsburgh. Yeah. But I mean, that was a heel thing having, you know, your heater show up and attack the other person from behind.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's just start off with the rest of the card now. So Moxley and Kojima already talked about, you know, the announcement of Moxley's opponent there. Uh, I think I expect John Moxley to win, first of all. I'm sure it'll be a good match, and uh, the crowd will be with it. I mean, look, John Moxley is is still super hot and has remained hot ever since he lost the title. He's returning to the city, not the venue, but the city where he won the AEW title um, a Revolution last year, and I'm sure he'll get a great reaction. The crowd will be pumped for this match either way. Uh, but, yeah, Moxley's got to win here, I think. Thoughts, guys?
2: I would be shocked if he lost, yes.
1: Yeah, agree. Okay. It's got to be Moxley. Well,
2: and yeah. One thing that'll be cool, too, about the show, be some good songs we can rock out yeah. to,
0: man. You know,
2: <laughs> Wild Fig, Cult of Personality, hell, even Jericho's little tune, man. Mm-hmm. So much better than those crappy themes in the World Wrestling Federation, I man. I
0: haven't told you guys this, but I am planning on putting together a, a vlog of our weekend for the YouTube channel. So, I'll take a couple <laughs> clips on my phone in the crowd <laughs> of Kyle singing along to the entrance music. So, that is not reason enough to subscribe to this damn YouTube channel. You do it right Please,
2: now. Please, just give me a heads up if, if you're throwing the camera on <laughs> me when I'm back at the hotel, for God's sake.
0: <laughs> i have to be careful about that, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Pack and Andrade. So, we've Ooh. talked a little bit on on the show before about um you know, Andrade hasn't really connected how we had hoped in AEW so far. I do think putting him with with Chavo was was a move in the right direction getting him away from Vicky. I feel like he has to have a really good match here though on this show. And you look I describe this to Parks over on the torch as this is like a match that I look at almost like I look at every single match in a WWE pay-per-view. What do I always say on our WWE post shows? I always say you go in, you know they're gonna be great matches, and they're it's a great show in a vacuum, but like the story part you don't really care about. And that's how I feel about this match. Like Pac and Andrade are gonna have an awesome match. I'm sure of it. You know, probably pushing four stars, maybe over that. But how invested are you in these two characters right now? You know, that's the issue. Justin Joint, what's your take on this match? I was
1: very excited when they announced it. Uh, the story has been pretty lackluster, to say the least. Uh, a lot of my intrigue is here is what you already kind of touched on is it, it's been a long time since Andrade has given us a banger of a match. Um I do think there's a possibility if he can find his mojo and if him and pack have any chemistry that this could easily be a match of the night contender. Um, I'm also really curious to see if or how it ties into young bucks versus lucha bros. Cause I think there could be a tie in there storyline wise.
2: Yes. That's a great point by you.
1: Yeah. So it, especially if, if the, the tag match maybe goes before this match, um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm exp- I'm looking forward to just this in ring. I totally agree with you, Ryan. This definitely feels like a uh, WWE pay per view match mm-hmm.
0: for sure.
2: So you're saying, Justin, maybe I'm wrong, but it doesn't sound like I am. That Lucha Bros lose the tag title match, but they could maybe then come back out and turn on Pack and go with Andrade here. That's what I was thinking. A- Yes. Yeah, I, I think that's a um in play for sure. Uh and to Ryan's earlier point about you know Andrade needing a good match. Look, I'm always the first to say the point of professional wrestling is not to have a good match. But Andrade needs a good match <laughs> uh, in <laughs> Chicago, real bad. I mean he's only had the one, right? In AEW, it's yeah. Matt Seidel. People didn't like it. And so he needs to really uh Boost his rep because you got this CM Punk's come in, Daniel Bryan's coming in. I mean, if he's not careful, I mean, Malachi Black, in terms of yeah. the guys to recently jump from WWE, has certainly seen his star rise more than Andrade. He needs a look-at-me kind of performance tonight. And One thing is interesting, Pac does not lose very often. So yeah. it would be a big win in canon if Andrade wins here. Uh, you certainly hope he could back up what I believe is going to be a win with a strong in-ring performance.
0: Yeah, Greg is just on fire in our chat right now. I'll
2: tell you what I don't believe that, Greg.
0: <laughs> Jeez.
2: <laughs> the Kevin Nash's Quad Memorial Vanilla Midget Finals? I don't believe. I don't believe in that. I think these <laughs> men deserve more.
0: Oh, Greg went on to say that he's looking forward to this match. Oh, yeah, okay. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> kind of time for andrade to blow the doors off if he's ever going to agree i think we're all in
2: agreement there that he needs to you
0: all right so this one will probably not be a long match but we've got paul white formerly the big show no more big show returning to the mat to the ring to take on your boy qt marshall kyle and uh god
2: this guy single-handedly put the WWE Performance Center out of business with his <laughs> quality trading.
0: <laughs> Ain't that the truth, man? Ain't that the truth? Yeah, I, I mean, I expect this to be very short. Um, I expect Paul White to get the victory, to have the, uh, the big choke slam to excite the crowd. What are you guys looking for out of this one? Justin? Any chance we see Shaq?
2: Hmm. Uh, unannounced. That's a, Remember WWE had Shaq show up at WrestleMania unannounced? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, it's Shaq. <laughs> and he was like gone in like three minutes. Yeah. I was like, I hope they got their money's worth there. <laughs> uh, look, people can make fun of this match all they want. But when we're entering, you know, the three and a half hour mark of a four hour pay-per-view and there's three matches to go and this is one of them and it's over and done with in three
0: minutes... You'll be
2: thanking Mr. Paul White.
0: <laughs> it's going to be brief. No doubt about it. Uh, yeah. Let's go to Jericho and MJF. So were you guys surprised with the stipulation here? Because we know that AEW really sticks to their stipulations. Unlike WWE. You know, they're making a point that they want to build that trust with their audience and the stipulation stick. Look no further than Cody Rhodes. You know, he has a challenge for the world championship. So if Chris Jericho loses, his wrestling career with AEW is mm-hmm. over. They mentioned with AEW. And uh, you know, there's been some talk about him wanting to, you know, he transitioned to broadcasting. God, I hope not. Sorry, Chris, but man, it's like nails on the chalkboard to me. Uh, I'd much rather watch him wrestle. And it's hard for me to believe that Chris Jericho would actually be done in the ring. And he's, you know, he's lost to MJF s- several times already. So I feel like even though, you know, MJF's record is what it is. I feel as though somehow, some way Jericho is going to get the win here. I would be shocked if he lost. What do you make of that, Justin?
1: Yeah, I, they kind of had to do the stipulation because we've already seen it a few times, but the flip side is it makes the match really predictable. I I don't think Jericho is quite ready to retire. Um, yeah for me this is a lose lose match it means either more jericho in the ring or more jericho on the announce table
0: <laughs> on the announce table maybe well, that would work yeah i know it's me yeah no it's uh i will say like the stipulation draws me in to it a little more though than it would have been if it was just a regular singles match you know because we have seen mjf beat him So, in that regard, it makes it interesting. Like, you know, is he really done? Is there any chance he would retire? I mean, the fans love singing him to the ring with the theme song. He's still incredibly popular. I just, I have a hard time believing they'd do that. What do you think, Kyle?
2: I've talked myself into the fact they should do it. (laughs) I've talked myself into the fact that Chris Jericho should retire. And you're right. They don't like to break steps. And I don't know, but... Man, you look at the potential babyface landscape in this company. CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Hangman Page, Darby, Sting, Jack Perry, uh, Cody, who's going to come back at some point, Mox, Orange Cassidy. That's nine babyfaces they've got to push, not including Jericho, not including Christian, who I've got turning heel
0: in a few weeks. Yeah, I don't think that um, J- you know Jericho should be an especially pushed act at this point. I think his role now should just be to give the rub to younger talent. Yeah, I just, which you know, if if you retire, I mean, you can't do that at all. I I don't think he needs to be a featured guy at this point, but just to have the option that he continues to work here and there. You know, whatever, regardless of my opinion and Justin's opinion on it, he can keep doing some announcing here and there. But I, you, you need to have that option to get him in the ring.
2: Yeah, I know. And that's going to be tough. But And here's the thing, too. MJF, you think about I Retired Chris Jericho. What that does. I mean, imagine if you did CM Punk MJF at the next pay-per-view mm-hmm. with MJF off retiring Jericho. Again, you're right. You put a gun to my head. Please don't. Uh, I'll <laughs> pick Jericho to win just because, you know, seems like wrestling 101, right? That mm-hmm. we've been taught this is. The baby face has been backed into a situation. He's going to go over here to win the feud. Man. If he doesn't win. And M.J.F. wins. Don't expect me to really cry or weep. or I'll probably support the decision.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Miro and Eddie, Eddie Kingston. This one I'm looking forward to quite a bit. I Same. just feel like these two are great opponents for each other. I almost wish you know, that they would have had more time to build this up just because of mm-hmm. how great Eddie is on the mic. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they'll do something. You know, some of you are probably watching this after Dynamite airs this week and after Rampage, but I'm sure they'll do some some stuff this week. But I, I would have rather had, you know, a couple more weeks of build to this and you know, maybe they could keep it going past the pay-per-view. I don't know. You know, I don't expect Miro to lose under any circumstance, but I do expect them to have a really hard hitting match somewhat competitive. The crowd will really be behind Eddie and, uh, yeah, I mean the build this week should be really good. Justin, you said you're really looking forward to this one?
1: Yeah, it, it took me quite a while to get on board with uh, Eddie Kingston, but he's just having one hell of a 2021. Uh, and I, I agree with you. I, I hope and pray Miro doesn't lose the title. Um, but Eddie Kingston is a great opponent to, it, to kind of have a feud with for, like, the next month maybe.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Eddie is a classic baby face that you could put into this spot. Cause I think like we all agree, Miro is going to retain. So it's like, all right, we need a baby face that entices the crowd enough, but you know, won't be damaged by losing. Well, Eddie mm-hmm. Kingston, I think fits the bill. I think he was a perfect call. It seems to me that the storyline here is Miro was mad about the fuego del Sol deal where he got his contract. But if you remember, Eddie got a contract, a little bit over a year ago, despite losing his first match, yeah. like I guess that's the story they're working with here. Uh, I love that segment they did. Uh, what was that on Rampage? No, damn it, two yep. shows. I'm getting them confused. That was where, Rampage. Yeah, Eddie mm-hmm. comes out and he goes to talk. He's like, nah, screw it. He just ran into brawl. That yep. was cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, Britt Baker, Statlander, AW Women's Championship. You know, at one point in time, we thought that this might be Thunder Rosa. But Statlander is really doing the best work of her career right now. We've talked about this on on the pod before, too. I mean, how many people come back from a torn ACL and improve? She has uh, the last time she worked a pay-per-view in Chicago for the AEW Women's Championship before. And it was the worst match of the show when she faced Nyla Rose at Revolution 2020. Uh, I do not expect this one to be the worst match of the show. Statlinger has been great since she returned. We've talked about how your, you know, her alliance with the best friends has been really good for her character as well. Baker, just super over with the crowd right now. Uh, this should be a really fun one, Kyle.
2: Do you bring out Orange Cassidy here to get him in front of the live crowd? He could do some
0: mm-hmm.
2: shtick with Rebel.
0: Yeah. I could see that. I think, yeah. I mean, if if they don't announce anything for him for the show this week... Mm-hmm. This is this is the point you got to do it. And yeah, you can't you can't have this pay-per-view without Orange Cassidy making an appearance. I mean, this guy is top 5 most over guy on the roster, I think with the crowd, so. Yeah, Justin, your take. I, kind
1: of a theme of this card is it feels kind of predictable. I I don't see any scenario
0: where Britt Baker loses the title here. Mhm. Agreed. Baker's going to retain. So, you know, we've talked about this tag match, high expectations, uh, probably a match that's going to push five stars when it comes to Dave, who'll be there in the crowd with us. Kyle, maybe I could get a video for the vlog of you like putting your arms around Dave Meltzer and shaking him or something. Now that's, that's that's the content I'm looking for. Yeah. Five stars, six stars, six stars, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Dave's going to be in our section. We'll be sitting with the observer crew.
2: Then I'll be like, Dave, what, what are we giving that men's money the bank match four and three quarters for? Come on.
1: <laughs> we, we
0: we sit down can in we, the crowd. Can we, can, we,
2: can we knock two stars off it right here between you and I?
0: Oh man. We sit down in the crowd four and you're
1: three like three quarters.
0: Dave, we really gotta talk about the 92 rubble here. Isn't that great? <laughs> it's right to your heart. My heart rate you watch was the video. Down.
1: Yeah.
2: My heart yeah. rate was down earlier, so now you're gonna get back up.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not really expecting a title change here. Although, you know, when you look at the show and all these people are retaining, Miro's not going to lose. Omega's not going to lose. Baker's not going to lose. So, I mean, if they want to do a title change, this would seem most likely to me. Kyle, you said it earlier, man. Lucha Brothers, they're over. They're really over. Uh, The Bucks act... The heel, like kind of cocky act thing that they've been doing, obnoxious heel thing, is kind of wearing a little thin.
2: Oh, really? I think they're like got it down to a T. I don't no, know.
0: I mean, I think they're good I, I, at it. I think they're good at it, you know, but they've had the titles for a while and it's just, it is. I could see them doing something to inject some excitement into the division after they've been beating everybody. But to to quote you, gun to my head, I'm picking the Bucks, but I <laughs> wouldn't be shocked. Like this is the match where a title change is most likely. I think.
2: I don't think you should change the title just to change it.
0: Like, just, no, like, I, agree. I, I don't
2: yeah. think a Booker should ever look at cards and say, "Oh my god, I've got no title changes here." Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just think that that's a no-no. You can get yourself in some trouble. Uh, I think it all depends on what you've got down the line. I would love to see a tag team title program of the Bucks against Darby and Sting.
0: Mm, yeah. Like,
2: love it. Like, I would just love to see the Bucks stooge for Sting. I think they would be in just seventh heaven doing that. Uh, So, yeah, I think they're going to still retain.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Justin, you picking a title change? When we used to do these preview shows all the time, you usually walked out on top with the most predictions right. So, uh, Mr. Nostradamus, what's your pick?
1: Yeah, I would like to go Lucha Bros. But to Kyle's point, it does feel like it would be kind of out of nowhere since there really wasn't much story leading into this. Um, the wild cards kind of we've already alluded to is Andrade or Pac maybe interfering in this match. Maybe Andrade comes in to get Lucha Brothers on his side by helping them win the titles, which would be kind of an odd baby face move for a heel. But um, yeah,
2: I don't I don't think I think it'll happen the other way. Like, yeah, we said where they would lose and then they would help, you know. Andrade.
1: Yeah. So I think I'm going to follow the uh, top rope nation crowd and go uh, young bucks. All
0: right. (laughs) And Omega and cage. uh, I expect this to not main event unless they got something playing with Brian, but nah, you gotta, you gotta punk in the main event here in Chicago. So Omega and Christian. uh, Yeah. I mean, there's no way Kenny Omega is dropping the AEW world title here. He did. I think dropping the impact title to Christian was absolutely the right decision uh because it made you take Christian as more of a credible threat than he was before you know we talked before about how it didn't really feel like a pay-per-view match when it was first announced but i think after that impact title change it has felt like a pay-per-view match and especially you know the fact that that was a great match now i'm really looking mm-hmm. forward to it way more than i was just a handful of weeks ago uh, but yeah, there's no way that Kenny's dropping the title for, him, you know, here. I do expect this to be like a four and a half star match. I think they're going to have an awesome match. Oh, Yeah. Hey, Dave gave uh, Dave gave the TV match four and a quarter. And this is pay-per-view. So if we're predicting what big Dave's going to give it, I think four and a half. Probably it's going to be right around there. I don't think it's going to be worse than the than the television match. We'll oh, would you be
1: would you guys be surprised coming out if it wasn't? One of Christian's, I don't know, five best matches ever? Three best matches ever?
0: Mm. As a single? Yeah. I mean, as a single, absolutely. Christian's had some bangers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> especially <laughs> when you look <laughs> at the tags. <laughs> you know, ez- this but...
2: guy carried Ezekiel Jackson and Jack <laughs> Swagger to workable <laughs> matches. Watch yeah. them, pardon me.
0: Yeah. So how, how do we feel
1: about the build? You know, they had a, a nice little promo package uh with don callis that was awesome i love
0: what they've done with don callis in this with the the winnipeg connection and everything it it got a little
1: it got a little goofy with them saying that you know they he kind of threw christian under the bus because he had a a 10 year old kenny omega (laughs) lined up behind him
2: (laughs) you know that's kind of like what you would say if you're because it was so preposterous but yeah that was kind of lost in the whole uh road to the thing with Mm -hmm. punk Right, kind of, because they showed um, the behind-the-scenes production. Of yeah, Bugs if you guys Omega. haven't
0: seen that, watch that. By the way, yeah, it's and, amazing.
2: Uh, people, uh, or pardon me, in the segment right beforehand, you know, the people who did pay attention to it, I know, were big fans. This Christian Kenny Omega video they had uh, was absolutely tremendous. On that, yeah. What What's that production guy's name, by the way? Well, it's because I don't know if we'll mention it again. The Tim, what's his name, the guy that they had. Tim Walter or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember now. All Cornette really put him over is like um, somebody who, you know, had, had obviously, you know, handled WrestleMania's before and didn't like Kevin Dunn, apparently.
0: Oh, imagine that.
2: Said, yeah, <laughs> he left WWE. didn't like the way he was treated. And I guess he had done some work for Cornette in both Impact and Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, I think he did it pro bono just because he likes wrestling.
0: Wow what's this guy's the AEW tim now i don't want to like you're talking like, about the director in the truck that was doing all the yes. camera cuts yeah, yeah. and, and, and he, that was went... unbelievable to watch the way that if you guys know what we're talking don't know what we're talking about um aw on their official youtube channel they posted this video it's like the behind the scenes of punk's return at the united center and when he does his entrance they show the production cut uh production truck Miked up with how they're calling all the camera cuts as he's walking down, and how they timed everything just live perfectly to get you know that big CM Punk sign in the crowd as he got up on the turnbuckle, and just the way he calls it out is insane. It's like Tim- I majored in that in college for like one year, and I can't like I've done a little of that, and it's super hard. And the way that guy was just camera to camera to camera and timing everything perfectly, it's so impressive.
2: Tim Walbert, Tim is Walbert, the name. Yeah, yeah, and but um. Yeah, I, I would have just run out crying if I. That's <laughs> so crazy, I, man. I can hard, I can hardly handle when you tell me make sure high definitions uh selected on uh, on this
0: little. Yeah, you should see us off air. Runner.
2: Yeah, that, so, click
0: the gear wheel and make you know, sure this is selected for your mic. And yeah,
2: but Cornette had some really nice things to say. He was like talking about how you know more than anybody how this was a sign of AEW getting professional people, and I know obviously Cornette uh, isn't you know, a big AEW fan, but he he was a big fan of that thing that they had with mm-hmm. Tim Walbert. He, he put him over Big time.
0: Yeah, super cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think Christian win the Impact title. Did a lot for this. I think the the Don Callis, you know, the backstory between Christian and Kenny and all of that, like that has been, with the Canada history, that's been great. So I think they've done... They they always do this though. Like, I'm not surprised, you know, we talked about all out what a month ago and we're like, Oh gee, there's only so many matches announced, you know, how are they going to get there? But then I think we also said, look, this has happened before where they didn't have much announced. And then in those final closing weeks before the pay-per-view, they really drive it home and they get you invested. And I mean, that's where I'm at now. I think that, you know, over the last three weeks they've done an excellent job building up Kenny Omega and Christian cage and, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And I I didn't think I was going to be because you know we're going to the show. When we bought the tickets, we were expecting Omega and Hankman, and so to not get that was a little a little of a downer at first. But now I know you know we're seeing this living legend in the second run of his career working with Kenny Omega and the way they have built it up. I'm invested. I'm ready for it. I'm excited.
2: And, and Christian, I mean, this is how you want a top contender to be built up, right? He came into the promotion in February undefeated.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And he, you know, he's beaten the champion for one belt before. I mean, you can't ask for much. I mean, is it this huge box office world title match? No, it obviously isn't. It's being overshadowed by another match on the card, mm-hmm. but I don't think you, they want to take it off Kenny Omega yet. Although there were rumors that it was going to be Omega and Hangman. I guess. Right. That's the word that's come out that this, it was a change. Late in the game, so um, yeah, Chris has got no chance of winning. But uh, you know, I I think him having a good effort, losing, turning heel, he's fine. Really interested how the crowd's going to respond in this match again. I know Zeus in the chat said, eh, does babyface heel even matter if it's you know if they're being reacted to like stars?" Oh, the answer's no. I, I think you know, but. You know, I, I, it's still something worth noting. Like, is is the crowd going to be behind Christian, the live crowd uh, in the show? Is he going to get a star reaction?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think the so. big the big concern would be uh, fans like us who love Christian, but also probably don't want to see him win the title here. So how loud will we be for him?
2: Yeah, yeah and that's the thing, because no one's expecting the change. It, it kind of mm-hmm. deflates, you know, the crowd for a title match.
1: Yeah, which could you know that is not you know going back to Daniel Bryan that'd be a good reason to bring him in here at the end because this is pretty easily the most predictable match on the whole card. Yeah,
2: you know what they should do? They should bring Braun Strowman out with a briefcase and he could just stand at ringside oh. the whole time. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Oh <laughs> my nothing god! Will get a
2: match over like that, a big time oh. title match. That she. That's what you need to do when you're going to coronate your new top baby face. Just distract the live crowd with the threat of another guy coming in and winning.
0: Oh, man. And then
2: not doing it.
0: Please, God, no. Boy, Kyle, if that happened, we would definitely include that in the vlog. Because those reactions would be something to talk about. (laughs) All right. Main event time. Punk's first match in seven and a half years, Darby Allen. This one's going to be interesting because of the fact of, of, of the face-face dynamic. Of course, it's going to be interesting because Punk is returning, but we've talked on the show about this where you know it was it was kind of an awkward opponent for him because they're both good guys and, and Darby is one of the most popular guys in the company. Tony Khan said on that observer interview that I mentioned a little bit ago that. He suggested this match to Punk, and Punk loved it. You know, obviously, Punk had to sign off on it, but it was Tony's idea. He thought it would be really cool for Punk to work Darby Allen. Punk had mentioned before that if he would return to wrestling, Darby Allen was on the list of the guys that he would uh, he would want to wrestle. And when he's talked about in these promos that if he was a teenager again, Darby would be his favorite wrestler. That's legit, you know. So um, yeah, I, I'm obviously looking forward to seeing what Punk looks like in the ring. After all of this time off, by all accounts, you know, from his training in the ring, he looks like he never left physically. He looks great, you know, to see if um, he's as agile in the ring and as, you know, how his speed is compared to where he was before will be interesting. And just the crowd reaction, too. I mean, obviously, Punk's going to get the massive hometown reaction, but the crowd's going to be cheering both guys, I imagine, you know, and when it comes to getting a, a victor here. You can't beat CM Punk in his return, Um, and that you know. So for Darby Allen, yeah, he's he's probably taking the L here, even though he is this rising star. Uh, But I think we'll we'll get the GTS finish, don't you think, Kyle?
2: Yeah, it would be completely insane, yeah, asinine to beat CM Punk on the show. (laughs) It'll be interesting how they work the match because you can't do a long heat segment, right? Yeah. When a babyface first, I think it's just got to be go go go.
0: Just Mm -hmm. keep
2: the crowd into it, and it's got which is more pressure on Punk.
0: Yeah, yes. more pressure on, uh, after this long, yeah. long layoff. Yeah, you
2: talk about how he's looking these days. I think he looks better than he looked seven years ago.
0: He looks basically. more rested, like, it, I mean, just his face, he looks more healthy. But he, he definitely looks, looks more
2: rested and potter. I mean, he, he's in good shape.
0: Yeah, did you guys see him? Have you guys been watching Heels by the way on Stars? No, no I'm um, not. No, nope. you guys need to watch this. This show is awesome. Yeah, I mean, we all know Stephen Amell the star of the show is, is a huge wrestling fan and it's really cool. And uh, the episode three that aired this past Sunday, punk was a character on it and he he was phenomenal in the role that he, he definitely, I know he's been in some small budget movies and stuff, but I think he does have a future as an actor. He was, he was really good. I
1: did see the video of them covering up all his tattoos, which was pretty amazing. Like that 10 was
0: hours. <laughs> we we talked about that uh, when my wife and I were watching it because the, like the character he played, the tattoos would totally fit his character. So I was kind of like, wow, why'd they go through all the work to cover up all the tattoos? But yeah, he has zero tattoos as he wrestles uh, on the show. But yeah, well worth checking out. Heels did, did you sure. hear
1: who he's kind of emulating with that Ricky Rabies character?
0: Uh, No. Tracy Smothers. Okay.
2: Could we all, could, you know, I mean, no one can emulate the great Tracy Smothers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Zeus checking in. Yeah. Ricky rabies. was the name of, uh, <laughs> was the name of the wrestler. So he like, he comes down to the ring with this character and he's with his girlfriend and, um, uh, he's with his girlfriend and his son and his son. I think it's his son. He has like this, uh, and like this stuffed animal, it's like a I think it was a squirrel and it's like on a uh, drone and the kid like flies the drone up to his opponent's face uh, and then and, that, and that's a mel, and then it just like spits blood everywhere <laughs> all <laughs> over him. It's pretty cool. But yeah, check out Heels. I know I'm getting off track, but I mean, it just aired. So I was thinking about that. But I mean, he's done the acting work since he's been off. But man, seven and a half years is a long time. Think back to when uh, Shawn Michaels returned. SummerSlam O2, you know, it felt like he had been on forever, four and a half years. <laughs> you know, add another three years onto this, um, and oh, also Punk's older than Michaels was when he returns. Mm-hmm. Forty-two, I think Sean was like thirty-six at that point in time.
1: I'm, I'm honestly a little concerned about. Actually, I think somebody just posted that in our chat room. Yeah, uh, a little. I'm a little concerned about this match as far as the quality w- will be and how that could maybe kill the crowd or put a damper at the show if it is the main event, uh, just because hasn't wrestled in seven years going up against an opponent that he's never been in the ring with. Um, you know, Michael's and triple H were obviously good friends.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I don't think they had ever, I don't think they had ever actually had a match before that. Um, so I'm a little worried just, I mean, there's going to be a lot of pressure on CM Punk's back to, to really carry this and uh i don't know maybe maybe they should just uh treat it like one of his mma matches and have derby squash him in
0: 10 15 <laughs> seconds <laughs> oh let's man. get
1: derby over Let, let's use the show to get derby over
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it's a lot of pressure man i we we've talked about it we we pitched tag matches on the green room show um the you know the, the, the they could have done like a six man with with the elite and had Punk t- team up with Darby and Sting or something like that. A singles match with Darby Allen is a lot of pressure, as Kyle said. It's going to be go go go. Darby's going to kill himself for this guy though <laughs> up there. Like Ooh. he he'll take absolutely everything. So I'm not super concerned because Darby's going to be probably bumping all over the place, and they'll have an entertaining match. But I will definitely be watching it with a keen eye, you know, to see what to see what Punk looks like. Hope, a lot of pressure on him. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we get at least one. Face to face,
1: cool moment with him and Sting. I think that's got to happen.
0: Yeah. There's someone in the chat that's very concerned with stage sets and ring ropes. I don't really care about that, to be honest with no. you. Yeah, least no, yeah, no, yeah, at least my kind of concerns. Me. Yeah, but hey, to each his own. To each his own. As, as long as they don't break. <laughs> we don't want broken ring ropes. Yes. Allah yeah, Summers was at Summerslam '96. Yokozuna match? I can't remember.
2: Yeah, oh, against what? Austin, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. How,
1: how about match. if Lucha Bros win the tag titles, but the ropes are broken the entire time, so they have to hand them back? Tony Khan <laughs> cuts that from the pay per view.
2: A, ph- a phantom title change.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, yeah, that's the card. We're really looking forward to it. We're looking forward to um, hopefully connecting with some of you in the Chicago area again. Join the Facebook discussion group. We'll be talking about what's going on this weekend. Uh, Top Rope Nation Pro Wrestling Discussion is the group on Facebook. Anything about this show that we haven't talked about that you guys think we should, that I haven't brought up outside D- of just the card itself?
2: I mean, Daniel Bryan, I mean, we all like, think he's going to be there. or I mean, we all think he's signed. I mean, obviously, to my point, that WWE expects him to be there. Well, that tells you where, <laughs> where mm-hmm. he's bound. He, he ain't still employed by Titan Sports, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, y- you know, I... And there was, I believe, a report, was it at BodySlam.net, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, that Cassidy you know, Haynes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had said uh, reported that Brian was gonna be there. That he he's saying it. Um yeah. you know, around the same time I and when I saw that I just sent sent up some ravens to ask things like that. But I mean it kind of makes sense.
0: Well, yeah, Cassidy Haynes, BodySlam.net, um he had said you guys are looking at the chat. <laughs> we got someone drunk in our chat right now. Uh, Cassidy Cassidy had said that um the deal with the, with the Brian debut. so like this was originally planned for Arthur Ashe Stadium uh, end of September, mm-hmm. not too far away. But we know Covid is getting out of control again in the United States. There's some concern about, mm-hmm. you know, limited attendance again. And, um, you know, this show is definitely happening. Uh, Illinois has mask mandates. Cook County, where the show is happening, has mask mandates. So everyone that goes to All Out will need to wear a mask. Um, so I think the feeling was that they needed to have it happen now just in case, because we don't know what's going to happen in four weeks. And you want to have Daniel Bryan return in front mm-hmm. of a big crowd and a hot crowd. And, you know, if anything happens in New York has to limit attendance, you know, you got to do it now. And so that was what he had said to yeah. the board as they had pushed it up.
2: I apologize. I was going to go into that. I was just getting blindsided with this <laughs> demand for new st- stage sets.
0: Dude, the guy in the chat, AEW has not been around for eight years. I don't know what is going on right now. All right. June
2: 2014, WWE. <laughs> Wrong not... company,
0: buddy. Wrong company.
2: Yeah, no, this is mm-hmm. AEW's all out.
0: You never know what you're going to get in a live show on YouTube.com. But we would love to have for all of you to join us next time subscribe to that youtube channel subscribe to us on twitch we stream it on facebook as well we stream it on twitter you know we're available pretty much everywhere and this is going to hit the podcast feeds within probably an hour of uh this show and show going off the air tonight live so we'll be ready to go justin and kyle i am really looking forward to this weekend kyle it's been what three years since we've got to hang out in person three years is a
2: long time to be champion (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: we'll be having a good time this weekend and uh i don't know what our plan is for a release you know we kind of talked about maybe doing a a post show at our hotel but it could get really late especially getting out of the venue that night so i don't i don't know well you know we might have our stuff to possibly do it but i'm not going to promise anything you know at worst we'll do a we'll do a recap show when we all you know get back home and, and talk about the weekend as it was but uh, yeah, we wanted to put the show out early so everyone could have a few days to digest this before the show airs on Sunday night.
2: i say let's Me? just get butt-ass wasted and do it in the hotel, man. <laughs> That's what I was going to
0: say. <laughs> let's,
2: let's, let's, bring, let's bring this business back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it might happen. Subscribe to the YouTube channel because you know what? If we do stream that live on the YouTube channel, you guys, if you're listening on the podcasting feeds... When we go off the air, I'm probably not going to have time to mix a podcast right away. So get on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. You'll want to see that. You'll definitely want to see the travel vlog I'm planning on doing. Oh, that's going to be a good time. And so we got some we got some fun stuff planned in the weeks ahead. I've been talking to some people off air uh, from the wrestling media and and people I've known for a while about coming on the show in the weeks ahead. We're going to get some some cool guests on in the next month. So be looking forward to that as well. So with that said, fellas, that's, I think we've covered it, right? Anything else?
2: Tony Khan, if you're listening, please have a unique stage set. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody in the chat that is just really, really wants you to reverse a trend that has gone back to payback 2014 (laughs) or... WWE is no more cool stage sets from WWE. So Tony Khan, it's all on you this Sunday, buddy. We need a new stage set for this guy at our chat. Oh, man. Real big. (laughs) Patrick, I'll talk to him, buddy. Patrick, maybe? (laughs) I don't know.
0: Oh, man. All right. It's been fun. Thanks for everyone who was joining us tonight. We will talk to everyone again real soon. I think this was episode 220. I did not check. Something like 220. Top rope nation. Close enough. We'll catch everyone next time. Have a good week. Enjoy this weekend.